Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Episode 76, Ask Us Anything, live from FinCon 19. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. All right, okay, here we go. Hello, Frugal Friends. I'm Jen. I'm Jill. And we are coming at you live from the podcast recording booth at FinCon 19 in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, because I'm still a little unclear, it's basically a big conference where people who blog, podcast, create videos, consult on finances... They all converge here, yeah. and we're in D.C. right now, So, and they've got this awesome podcasting setup, so we're taking advantage of it. Yes, this is our money mecca, and uh, we are here for the week to pilgrimage with the other nerds. Oh, that's intense. I don't think that's what I'm doing. I'm that's, watching. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Jen's doing that. I'm mostly taking it all in. Yes. But we are so excited to go through your questions. Yes. We have a special edition of the Frugal Friends podcast today. Totally different from anything we've done. And we invited our listeners from the Frugal Friends community to ask us anything. And we invited them to get weird. And <laughs> yes, you did later on in the thread. You're like, come on, people get weird. It didn't get as weird as I wanted mm, it to, mm-hmm. uh, probably for the best. Yeah. But we have a bunch of questions and we're going to go through them and uh, answer some of your burning, burning questions. Yeah, I was so ex- stoked on how many questions people asked us. Yes. Once prompted. You guys all had some really great questions. So I will just warn you, there is no lightning round today. No there bill of the week. no bill of the week. There are no sponsors. So we might be pleasing a lot of people, actually. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. But we want to answer your questions. So let's get started. Who we got, Jen? All right. Our first question is from Jennifer, and she asks, what's your why of being frugal? Ooh. Okay, I'll go first. Mm -hmm. So being frugal for me, honestly, it's a way of life. But as I have adopted the concepts of frugality more and more, I think it's grown my why because I've started to see more and more what I'm able to do as a result of being frugal. So I will honestly say my why has shifted as I think it will. I think as we reach new goals, your whys might start to change for me. 
it is primarily to get out of debt. My frugal living, my frugal lifestyle is aimed at a certain goal. Although I do not anticipate throwing frugality out the window once I'm debt free. Mm -hmm. So I also see all of these tenants of frugality being able to help me even towards things that I want to be a part of my life long term, like generosity, giving people gifts, being able to pay. Like this sounds so silly, but it's something that I really want to be able to do. I've done in small measure uh, and I really enjoy it. Like paying to take people out to dinner Mm -hmm. or dropping off gifts to people just because or whatever the case is, just valuing other people. I'm hoping I can do that with my finances because I cut out other non-essentials. Yes, yes. So our frugality started the same way for our why is to get out of debt. And since getting out of student loan and car debt, it's become a way to, two things, it keeps me from having decision fatigue. Mm. So a lot, there are so many opportunities to buy, buy, buy. And having a frugal and minimalist mindset keeps me from the stress of making decisions of what to buy because my immediate answer is always, no, don't buy it. And then I run it through that filter and then say, okay, maybe I'll buy it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it also limits financial stress. So if I'm not buying a lot of things that I don't need, I don't have all that money coming out of my bank account and I can have a good cushion in my checking account and I, I don't have to feel stressed about putting my bills on auto debit because I know there's money in there for my bills to come out and I don't overdraft. Oh, that feels so good too. (laughs) The the no fear of overdraft. Yes. All right, let's move on. So Devin, Devin asks, why y'all so cute? Mm. This one really hit home for me. It's a super researched question. So I'm going to say it's it's my, my mom and my dad. Um, play a big part mm-hmm. in that. Um, and then also like wearing clothes that fit me. <sighs> yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. It's me. a super thought provoking one for mm. me. I would say when God was creating me and there were all the descriptor options of super attractive, beautiful, gorgeous, n- n- not much to look at cute. He he chose cute. He picked really cute. He picked cute. Yeah, yeah. He slapped it on and was like this is this is good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that question, Thanks, Devin. Devin. Yes. All right, Melissa asks, uh, do you break up with a hairstylist or photographer for the sake of frugality? Okay. This one's a complicated one. (laughs) Here you go. Yes and no. So, and this is, this will be, this will be the answer all throughout. Right. It really depends. Depends. (laughs) (laughs) Not, not the diaper that you wear in your old age. So, it, depending on whether that's how you want to spend your money or not. So frugality is all about saving on the things you need or you don't really care that much about but have to purchase so that you can spend on the things that you want to spend your money on. 
So if it is really valuable for you to have really quality photos of your family taken once or twice a year, then yeah, spring for that. If you're like, oh, this is just an obligation. I don't even know why I do this. I could certainly do this myself or I don't want to send out Christmas cards. So why do I need to take pictures? Then don't. Um, so, also, side note, we are recording in a big lobby, and people are clapping. Someone is passionate about someone what they is, are saying right someone now. Someone is clapping. And they are not passionate about what we are saying. They're hijacking our recording. <laughs> Anyhow, so it really does depend on whether or not that's a thing of value to you and whether or not that's something that you want to spend your money on. Yeah. I would say if it's something that uh, you feel obligated to do, like we have a family hairstylist who the last few times has not really been doing a good job on my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's really good friends with my mom, and we feel kind of obligated. Um, and, and I've just made the decision that next time I spend the money to get my hair done, I'm going to go somewhere else. Because frugality can also create uh, boldness yeah. within you. Because it takes boldness to tell your family, like, I'm not getting you all 50 gifts or like your hairdresser when you run into them and you have a new haircut and being like, <laughs> I went to somebody new. Like you have to cultivate boldness. That's true. And the ability to say no. It's yeah. been a sponsor. Yeah. So if it's something that is not your best yes, say no to it. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do the thing that everybody else is doing. You don't have to save the way that everybody else is saving or spend the way everybody else is spending. Yeah. Okay. So our next question comes from Virginia. How do you find the balance that works for you between paying off debt and enjoying life at the same time? Responsibly, of course. Yes. <laughs> nice nice add-on there, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, I would say it comes in time. Uh, at first, you really are going to be really gung-ho in one direction and really in an non-sustainable way, um, very like 100% on everything. And in time, you will learn the things that you want to spend money on and learn the things that, oh, I, I didn't know I would be okay not having this um, or downgrading on this, but I really am. And just giving yourself the opportunity to, to see that and realize that. So it comes, it comes with time, figuring out what the balance looks like you doing mm-hmm. some fun things that cost money or important things that cost money and then some that don't so for me I would say that well a couple of things to say about this number one is to pick the amount that you want to put towards debt every month and so at minimum do that and then then there can be months where you do go above and beyond with that payoff. But then if there are months where you might have spent a little bit more on something that you enjoy, it doesn't have to be a guilty or shameful thing because you've put you've put the amount of money that you wanted to put towards debt at minimum. Sure, you didn't go above and beyond, maybe like you did the last two months, but there might be able to be less shame or guilt in that. Mm -hmm. Also, I really love, we talked about this with Allison Baggerly from Inspired Budget, uh, about how this happens, that on our debt 
journey, debt payoff journey, we don't always hit the brass ring every single time. And that there are times where if we were to view it like a journey or a road trip where we pull the car over sometimes, you stop for a potty break, you get lunch, you get back in the car, sometimes you're driving 30, other times you're driving 80, who knows? You're switching roads, right? So this is a journey. And if we can almost, most most of life is that. If if we can have the right perspective on it, then we're less likely to beat ourselves up for it. So if I can see that vacation I went on and didn't, didn't put as much toward debt as, yeah, I had a potty break. I'm getting back into it. Mm-hmm. Then it, it doesn't need to be so, oh, my word, I didn't do as much as I did. Right. This concept of balance can be so inaccurate. That balance isn't just like everything is equal on both sides. Mm -hmm. It's the fulcrum moving to different places. And so balance looks different. Yes. I love that idea of potty breaks. You're not getting (laughs) like, you're, you're not trying to find like the balance between two lives. You're just taking, you're going in and out. It's the same journey, um, different parts of the same journey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our next question is from Sarah and Madeline also have this one. How do you deal with the mental part of being frugal and getting out of debt when things get really tough? That's a good one, Sarah and Madeline. So I, for myself, it was particularly difficult in my debt payoff journey when I did not make a lot of money. That was my most difficult mental part of this because I felt like I could not make any progress to it. Things were, things were staying stagnant. I was not making a lot of money. So at that point, and everyone's going to handle it differently, but I just, I had to keep reminding myself, it will not always look like this. This Mm -hmm. is a season, but to be very diligent about putting myself in a position for me at the time to make more money. I knew that when I wasn't going hard at my debt, I was in my master's program. So yeah, I'm going to school. It won't always look like this. And friends, being able to talk with you, being able to talk with my husband, talking with other people who who are on this journey or might be in a difficult place or might be out of a difficult place to be able to encourage me and say it's this is just a season like you this won't be for forever. So I would so encourage you to take advantage of of our Frugal Friends Facebook community group, certainly your own local communities as well. But it is really important to have friends in that process because we can get down and sometimes things happen that are outside of our control that can feel really overwhelming. Yeah. I love this question because this was how I got into personal finance writing. Mm. I was having a really tough time. I was really, really down about uh, paying off debt. We were a year in to our debt payoff and we had a year to go. And I really didn't know if I could finish the job. And I started writing. I started helping people do the things that I had been doing. And I had, I had some friends over the year that had like commented on certain things and, and admired us for what we were doing. And so I just started writing things down that I had been doing to help other people replicate it. And helping people, it's, and I wasn't an expert at that time. Like mm-hmm. I still had, you know, 25, 30 grand left of debt to pay off. And it was the simple fact of I was a little further ahead than other people. And I was helping the people behind me get to where I was. And that yeah. really helped me keep going 
uh, and sustained me for that last year. So if you can help someone yeah. uh, get to where you are, that will, I mean, it's worth its weight in gold. Staying in the space, not allowing the overwhelming part to cause you to give up, but do the little thing. Mm -hmm. If you can't do a lot, put a dollar towards your debt. You're doing something and you're staying on the horse. Mm -hmm. All right. This next one comes from Catherine. How do you not get too obsessed with finances? Uh, Don't ask me. (laughs) my answer to Because she's describing FinCon as her pilgrimage to the Mecca of finance. And and I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not even going to answer that question. Jill? (laughs) Okay, so I love this question because I have started to see that in myself. And it's a new experience where I love looking at my budget. Actually, Jen and I asked this question to each other the other day. What do we love spending money on? And I think... I think it's paying off debt. I do actually love throwing money at debt, I which is a little that, yeah. scary because I don't want to be in debt again. <laughs> I don't right. know what it's going to be when I'm out of debt. But looking at the spreadsheets and the budget, and I would not describe myself as a type A person, but seeing that I am reaching a goal and I'm close to finishing it, it's starting to become obsessive for me. So, and I I have not arrived on this one, Catherine, I'm right there with you, but I will say I have limited myself to looking at my debt payoff, looking at uh, or reconciling my budget until each payday. So every, we get paid every two weeks and that is when I look at our our debt, uh, reconcile our budget and then I step away from it. So it is putting some limitations on it for me. I mean, certainly if, if there's something necessary or pressing that I need to go back and look at, then I do that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, also living life outside of that. Like, okay, I'm going to put this away. There's nothing more I can do with my budget except stare at it. Right. <laughs> and then it, it, and to, to be able to have people around me to also help keep a temperature of, am I getting too obsessed with, well, how do I pay this off faster and what other side hustles can I do and leaving the amount of money that I have coming in kind of where it's where it's at and growing growing like bootstrapping myself there and not giving all of my time to this debt payoff like I also need to live yeah (laughs) I'm glad you answered that yeah did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. Nerd Wallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards, a free flight, a room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Nerd Wallet, finance smarter. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, 
offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. All right. Our next question is from Lauren, and she asks, do you have a favorite debt-free community member who you recommend other people follow for inspiration and advice other than the people we've already interviewed? Yeah, so this is where I'm going to let Jen answer this one because my friends at this point are the people that we've interviewed. So <laughs> I don't want to keep throwing at you people you can already look back and find. Okay. So well, I'm go gonna, for it, Jen. First, I'm going to reiterate the people that we love, um, that we follow and have interviewed. Sure. Marilee from Easy Budget um, online and on Instagram. Obviously, Allison from Inspired Budget, Andy Hill from Marriage, Kids, and Money, Chris Browning from Popcorn Finance. Uh, we love all of the all of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Joel Larsgard on the Joel Larsgard um, from How to Money podcast. Another great one. And honestly, we just we. <laughs> We see someone we really like and we bring them on our show. Right. We only have people we really like right. on our show. It's true. Yeah. I, and I love that. Jen usually is the one who gets people on the show. And, and I love that about how you, just your standards that if we're putting something in front of you, we actually be- believe in them and yes. we agree. Well, yeah. not, we don't always agree with everything, but, but diversity we, is yes. great. I mean, that's why we have people on to share different views. Um, so someone that we have not had on but will have on in the future is Caroline Vensel from carolinevensel.com. She helps uh, stay-at-home moms bring in income. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really I like The Budgeting Wife on Instagram. Um, Budget Girl on YouTube, we're going to um, have her on the show. Um, yeah, we... Honestly, everybody, everybody I can think of, yeah. we, we've brought on the show. And, and people that I can't think of yet, as soon as I find mm-hmm. out I like them, yeah. I'll, I ask them to be sure. on the show. I would even recommend going to some of these people's pages or podcasts that we have had on or that Jen just mentioned and see who their network is. And mm-hmm. so if you're looking to, to grow your content input, then I'm sure you'll find others through... Yeah. That's called networking, right? Yeah. The minimalists. We haven't had the minimalists on the show, Mm. so I love them. If anybody has any connections, uh, shoot me an email. Nice. Okay. So this next one comes from Jocelyn. What's the most unfrugal thing you're willing to pay for that you might be embarrassed about? I I wanted to include this question because I can say with full confidence that I am not embarrassed about anything that I spend money on. Mm, I that is some can, confidence. I can girl. be embarrassed about a lot of things, but <laughs> what I spend money on, I have full confidence in. I pay a crap ton every month for a CrossFit membership. Mm. Love it. Value it. Sometimes I shop at the regular grocery store and I buy stuff in boxes and and sometimes I just impulse buy at the grocery store. Yeah. Proud of it. Yeah. I I really, because I've gotten so many other areas of my finances under control, if I spend money on something, I'm, I'm like, yes, 
<laughs> I yes. can afford this. It's yes. in the budget. Mm. So this is a growing, this is something that I have head knowledge of that if it's, if it's important to me and I have the money for it, then I should be okay spending it. I do agree with that. But I will say there are times when I'll buy something or spend money on something. I'm like, if any of my frugal friends knew about this, (laughs) what would they think? Which I think is where your question is coming from. Honestly, none of it is anything super expensive. It's just usually when I feel like I'm spending money on something because I'm being lazy. So an example of that would be, or even something that is different from how I used to spend money. So when I would go to the grocery store or to purchase supplies for my home, it would be what is the cheapest possible thing I can get. And that was normally like 89 cent soap at Walmart. And now that Eric and I live in a motor in a trailer, I'm a little bit more conscious about my use of things and what we're putting back into the ground. So we've been buying plant-based all organic shampoos, soaps. To me, it feels very bougie, very different from how (laughs) I would typically live my life or how I would spend money. But yet it's going towards something that I value. So yeah, I'm, I'm going from spending 89 cents to maybe $3, which at face value wouldn't seem like the quote unquote frugal thing to do. Mm -hmm. But yet it is fitting well into my lifestyle because I am cutting costs in so many other ways. Yeah. If I think of something that I'm embarrassed about, if I feel a tinge of embarrassment, I'll post it in the group. Okay. I yes. will, I will Same. I make that commitment. Same. I love that you asked the question. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to do that. Yeah. Okay. So our next question is from Sarah. Mm. And uh, she asks... What are your best tips for avoiding feelings of deprivation while getting out of debt? Yes, that's a good question, Sarah. So for me, I would say being able to have little treats along the way, that can be so simple, though. And and this comes with self-knowledge. There's so many things about finances and frugality that get us in touch with other things about ourselves that can help us in relationships Mm -hmm. and emotionally and professionally. (laughs) Anyhow, knowing yourself, knowing what is a kindness to yourself, if I can phrase it that way. And so for me, it is buying gum. No matter how broke I am, I purchase gum and it's, it's not expensive. It's a small treat, but it's really important to me. If, if you were to take away gum from me in my debt payoff journey, holy moly, that would not go not, well. Not be a good Jill. <laughs> I get it that for some people it's not going to be that. It'll probably be something a little bit more expensive. But I would say allow yourself a few things that you know are going to be a kindness to yourself that will help sustain you in this process. So that might mean one, one new awesome article of clothing every two months or getting your hair cut at the salon and not trying to hack it yourself. Whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it's going to be different for everybody, but treats along the way. Yeah. So let me get psychology-ish on you. Yes. Motivation is, uh, can be extrinsic or intrinsic. Yeah. So I am really motivated by, by extrinsic factors. So 
something, uh, doing something outside of myself uh, to keep me going to that point. Yeah. So something uh, extrinsic for me was uh, eating out at one of my favorite quick service restaurants mm-hmm. or, or low cost, like mm-hmm. not a fancy sit down restaurant, but uh, a good a good amount of, of money, but like not too expensive. And I would allow myself that once a month. And that would keep me going. If I could reach my goals, then I could have that dinner out. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a motivator for me to get to the next, through the next 30 days or two weeks or whatever I had set for myself. Mm-hmm. So especially if I was doing a no-spend challenge, at the end of every challenge, I would treat myself with either like a, a really fancy latte, like one of those like $6 ones that you look at and you're like, nope, but I would get it yeah. after my no spend challenge or I would go out to eat. Like right. food is my thing. Yeah, if you don't took, go crazy yeah. because then you're just going to undo right? everything that you, you just worked so hard for. If you away from me on my debt-free journey, I would have... I would not have been a good <laughs> yes. version of myself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, we have to have things to look forward to. So whether that's an immediate thing or or you can wait longer term and it can be six months from now, I'm going to go on a weekend away with some friends. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. definitely pack those into this yeah. journey. Plan it out. Mm-hmm. Put it on the calendar. Have it be a regular part of your journey and then you'll never feel those feelings. I mean, you could feel those feelings of deprivation, but you always know there's something on the horizon. There's something coming up to reward yourself. Mm-hmm. Just plan it in. Good word. Okay. So we've got another question coming from Sarah. A lot of Sarah's in the group. They're all different Sarah's. All different Sarah's. So yeah. don't think that we're giving like preference to one Sarah over another Sarah. So this one, she says, how do you divide household chores between you and your guys? Do you feel like it's going well? Would you ever pay someone to do certain things to avoid arguing? Hmm, Sarah. <laughs> Sounds like it's coming from some personal it's coming experience. from a personal place, Sarah. I appreciate the vulnerability. Vulnerability in your question. <laughs> is your is your partner in the group too? You want them to see this? Yeah. Uh, Call in for counseling. No, we we do face that. Yeah. Do, you, do you have um, anything? So we really don't have a defined. You do this chore. I'll do this chore. Co-parenting. Co-parenting. It's really when the other person is done or indisposed, the other person picks up the slack, and it's. I don't know. We've kind of just created this synergy where we, you know, if the dishes pile up, we either live in them or somebody does them and we don't get mad if one person doesn't do them. So we've got grace for each other and we have like servants hearts towards each other. So that's uh, kind of how we, we work it. It's, it's very loose. (laughs) I don't sure. know how it I works. Do, I think you're you're hitting on something important that backs it up before even answering that question. So much of this has to do with how do you and your spouse relate to each other. So that's that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. So much of it is communication ahead of time of mm-hmm. what whose is whose, and do we feel like that's a fair negotiation. I think the word negotiation has been so lost in marriage that I think it's, it it is a helpful tool that we can be using either meeting in the middle or yeah, you win this time. If you even want to word it that way or like, or yes, we, we will do this 
this way for this time that it benefits you. And then next time we'll do it this way so that it benefits me if the middle ground doesn't really benefit anybody. So I would say first start by negotiating and does it feel fair? But beyond that, am I, do I feel happy with, with what I'm contributing and is it contingent on what my spouse is contributing? So, and to back this up, here's how I approach this. I do a lot of the typically domestic roles within the home, but I do it because my husband does all of the jobs that I would never want to do. Mm -hmm. Like we live in a camper and he deals with the septic. He fixes the roof. He builds things for me. So he he, he figures out the internet. He does a lot of things that I'm really glad that I don't have to do. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do. And so I do laundry. A lot of times I will do the dishes. I'll, I'll do some of like the floor cleaning, whatever. Because I'm happy with, like, I'm, I'm glad to do that. And yeah. so I'm one of those people who, like, zips up the zippers on the pants, buttons it, checks the pockets, all that. I do not ask my husband to do those things. Because to me, he is going above and beyond in so many other ways that, like, I am happy to serve him in that way. To say, I will 100% take care of it. I have decided that I will not hold a grudge if he doesn't do things the way that I want them done, I can do them. So a lot of it is the decisions that we make ahead of time, our perspectives on it. For me, I've decided that I'm not going to get upset if he does something the way that I don't, that I don't want it to be done Mm -hmm. because I do see so much value in what he is bringing to the table. Yes. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. Nerd Wallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards, a free flight, a room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable machine washable and great looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks choose from a variety of colors styles and sizes from extra small to 4xl you can even match your leak proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable nyx wireless bra don't miss this chance to stock up on your nyx favorites or try something new it only happens once a year at nyx.com that's knix.com for the nyx anniversary sale hurry the sale ends on monday may 13th go to nyx.com that's knix.com all right this is our last question all we have time for. Amerilis asks, what was your favorite least expensive place to travel to or type of travel, i.e. cruise versus road trip? So I love using Groupon and we've bought a couple of vacations through Groupon. It's super inexpensive, but yet you can go to a lot of different places. So we 
I haven't been on this trip yet, so I don't know if I can say it's my favorite, <laughs> but it's the one I'm most looking forward to. Uh, we are going on a trip to Europe. We're going to see both Paris and Barcelona, where flights are included, and hotel, and uh, eight days, and breakfast, and we paid $2,000. So mm. that, to me, was, was pretty inexpensive. Obviously, if we want to just go super inexpensive, traveling with friends and getting an Airbnb together and finding one that has maybe some, like a pool table and a hot tub that you can enjoy mm. and you all bring meals, that's super inexpensive and it does feel like a nice getaway. Yes. I have found that Travis and I vacation the best mm. when things are included. Mm -hmm. uh, when we have to decide whether we need to spend money on something while we're on vacation, we, we won't agree. We won't have the time to discuss it uh, in order to come to an agreement. Yeah. So we have found paying a premium for a cruise or something that's all-inclusive is worth it to us. Yes. And it's not the most frugal thing, um, but... You don't have to pull out your wallet while you're there. Right. And I, it's, it's what I value. I will pay more for a cruise or an all-inclusive resort because that will limit my need for a vacation from my vacation when I get home. Yes. Well... Guys, we are out of time. This has been another episode of the Frugal Friends Podcast. Yes, we are so excited. Uh, this was a great episode. We had friends walking by making us laugh. We are on location at FinCon 19 in Washington, D.C. And we will be back to your regular scheduled programming next <laughs> Friday. Join us on the Frugal Friends Podcast Facebook community group and ask more questions and ask each other questions because this is fun and we need to be real about how we approach finances. Yeah. Oh, Good babe. word. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriano. So Eric was going in front of us holding your baby. He was How so, did I was so, so hard to like I was keep focused. Keeping it together. <laughs> Eric just walking by with that baby. I heard him I heard him cry oh, and got then settled. Yeah, Eric picked him up and and now Oh, there was oh. a question about when are Travis and Eric gonna have Oh my gosh. Yes. Their own podcast episode. Which I think that's a great that idea. That is a great idea. That's going to come. Yeah, we will do that. Yeah, 100%. That's going to come. Should, you should hear their voices. Oh, <laughs> I'm so proud of them. This week, so they're both at FinCon with us. And they, Eric, separate from Travis, for lunch, just got chips and guacamole from Chipotle. And Travis got one taco from a taco truck. I think collectively they spent $5 on, on lunch. And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, you're so, you're more frugal than we are. I'm so impressed. Or is that cheap? I don't know. You can, you can buy food. I value food. <laughs> Oh, but I'm so proud of them. So, yeah, you should hear from them. I'm so proud of Eric for sustaining himself on avocado. Yes. Our frugality has rubbed off on them so much that they're killing it more than we are. They're, like, killing themselves, starving themselves. All right. Bye. See ya.
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.